welcome to the Haven Lighting Minute, the podcast designed to keep you up to date with the latest in lighting technology. I'm Becky, and I'm here with Chris. Hey, everyone. This is a great way to use five minutes while you're driving to get up to date on what we have going on and tips and tricks about lighting. Hey, guys, we're here today, and we're going to be talking about transformers, where to mount them, how to mount them, do's and don'ts, and things that we've learned over the years um, working with all of our different installers. Right, Chris? That's right. So uh, the first thing we want to cover is our Wi-Fi transformers and um, how to do things a little bit differently than maybe most of you have done in the past. One of the things that we have found is a lot of the installers that we partner with mount the transformers after they've mounted all the lights and run all the wire, uh, which is fine for a historical system. However, with a Wi-Fi transformer, the most important thing the transformer does is connect to the Wi-Fi network. So so the first thing you really want to do before you start anything is make sure that transformer has good signal. Now, we just launched a new app where when you add the transformer to your account or to your customer's account, it'll actually tell you how good the Wi-Fi signal is that the transformer sees, which is very, very helpful. So uh, we recommend, first thing, getting on site. If you have multiple transformers, that's fine. Get all the transformers mounted where you want. Get them online, check the signal, make sure everything's good because after you've run all the wire in order to move all that, it's a big waste of time and a big waste of money. So um, making sure that signal's good before you start is awfully handy. So start there before you get anything going with the lights. Know that you have good signal. Right. And if you don't have good signal, we recommend a couple different Wi-Fi mesh networks. Um, We've talked about them on our Facebook page. Um, The Aero system and the Google Mesh network both do a really good job. We highly recommend that you have one of those systems in your truck at all times because every once in a while you're going to run into a job where you just don't have Wi-Fi where you need it. And they're very, very helpful. So um, if you're quoting a job as well, we recommend that you put one of those systems on the quote. And you can even put if needed. So if you don't need it, then you, you you can keep it and not charge the customer. Uh, but if you do need it, it's already there. There's no surprises. So maybe not put the total price on there, but just know if needed, this might be added. Yeah, and you can even put the total price on there. So you can get these from different outlets, Amazon, all different kinds of places. Um, some distribution outlets have them if you guys are buying audio equipment and things like that. They're so can you explain there. to somebody, because I know earlier we were talking about that and I didn't know what that was. I had never heard of that. So can you explain to somebody Kind of how you were explaining to me earlier what what that is, how you lay that out. Yeah, it's called a mesh network. So the way it works is is one device talks to another and talks to another, which enables the network to extend its range. And so um, they usually come in a three-pack. You can buy them solo um, if you need to add more or only need two. But you mount one, and it's wired, hardwired directly to your router. And then you mount the other um, devices to extend the Wi-Fi network, either in the house you know, or making Wi-Fi extend to your backyard. Mm-hmm. So once you have the router in place, uh, the transformer, sorry, and you, you know that it's working good and it has good strength, and you're ready to start laying out the lights... We talked about how sometimes installers will lay out all the wire and they'll do just enough wire for what they're running, but don't leave any slack. We see that quite a bit. So one of the benefits we bring 
as not only a manufacturer, but a true partner is whenever there's an issue locally with one of our partners, we always like to go out and see what the issue is. It doesn't matter if it's if it's an issue with one of our items or not. Um, we go out because we always learn something and we can bring that to our entire partner network across the country, which is very, very beneficial. So one of the things that we have seen is when uh, some of our partners are wiring, they're running the, the trunk line all along, say a sidewalk or something, and placing the lights in between, and then they cut the trunk line and, and ultimately end up with no slack. So we recommend making a loop where you're going to put the light um, so there's there's nice slack. And then a trick I learned from Dave Vogel, from Dave Vogel Landscaping, and want to give a shout-out to him for this, uh, quite easy is, is once you make that loop and, and cut the wire and, and have either two or three wires at a junction, make a knot in the wire. And so that way, if there's ever any tension on that wire, it's pulling on in the knot and not the connection, which will make that connection last a long, long time. And, and we should also talk about our wire nut connections. Right. We created something that's pretty awesome back there. <laughs> no? That was very conversational. That was very good. That was Becky having no idea what we actually created. I don't know how to explain it because right, when, you, when you showed clearly. me. So, so for people who don't know, I'm not initially from not originally from this industry so uh, they had no idea no <laughs> no clue they really had no idea until just now actually <laughs> so Jay, so the, the the benefit of doing these podcasts is not only do we get to educate and talk about things that we're doing but i'm learning a whole lot along the way as well and we have a little bit of fun and we have a little bit of fun so he was he was showing me. I'm like, so so what exactly is a wire nut? So he showed me this wire nut and the plastic ones that you would normally you know put on top and and then he showed me some that he had. What what was in there? Like a like a silicone? Yeah, it's dielectric grease. So it's it's similar to silicone except it'll never harden up. Um, so it always stays it always stays in a gel form, um, which prevents water from getting in. Right, and then and then he showed me. Haven ones, which go out with all of the lights, every light that we send out gets these. And some of the installers aren't using them. And right, we've actually had some bring them back um, and say, <laughs> some of the local guys bring them back and say, hey, these, we didn't use these. And so, um, yeah, we have these extra. And then we follow up with a conversation because it's very important that you use them. Uh, it will save you from going back to the customer because of a corroded wire. So what happens is uh, if you use a standard wire nut or even the wire nuts with dielectric grease, if you have any copper exposed whatsoever um, and put it in the ground, it will ultimately corrode the wire. The wire will start corroding and over time uh, the it stops flowing current, which causes the lights not to work. And then you're going back to a site, which is the last thing you want to do. So we recommend using the ones that we supply. We have a video on exactly how to use them. Uh, they're they're very simple. They take just about as long as a wire nut, maybe a second or two longer. Uh, but once you use them, it'll save you tons of time in the future because you'll never have a bad connection. So when you send these out, are there instructions in there in case? There are instructions. Yeah. Um, a lot of our instructions now are actually including just a... Um, a QR code that takes you to a page where there's lots of videos on how to do a lot of things. So uh, one of the videos we have is how to do, how to use these wire connections. Well, that's really helpful information to keep the installers from having to go back to their customers um, to follow up. Um, I think that's all we have for today. Uh, we're coming up on our time, but next week we are going to be talking about 
we are going to talk about wired versus wireless communication technology when it comes to landscape planning, which is a big topic. A lot of uh, people have used the wireless technology. Some have used the wired. There's a big difference between the two. It's very important to understand uh, the difference and what you're getting. I have a feeling we're all going to be learning something next week. It'll be a fun. Yeah. So as always, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Check us out on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, check out our website too. Peek around, see what all we have. There's always something new on there that you'll find interesting. Call um, us directly at 513-655-2468 and we'll talk soon. Thanks so much.